It's good to uh, know that our children and uh, people within the church want to do things uh, to uplift the Lord. He's worthy to be praised today. And I'm glad that even though they may be young, they realize that He's worthy to be praised. He's worthy to stand up, sing for Him, to talk about Him. Uh, even though you might get nervous or uh, things like that, I, I think I get nervous every Sunday. Uh, I don't care how long I'll do this. I'll probably get nervous uh, each and every Sunday morning that I know I have to get up here. I'm held accountable for everything I say. And I got all y'all looking at me <laughs> the whole time I'm doing it too. So. I love y'all this morning. I appreciate y'all. But if you have your Bibles, we'll be in the book of Psalms. Uh, the book of Psalms, chapter 23, is where we'll be at today. A very uh, well-known uh, piece of Scripture, Psalms, chapter 23. And when you get to Psalms 23, if you would, please stand to pay reverence to the reading of the Word of God. Psalms, chapter 23. If, you don't, if you've never read that before, and you can, hey, mark that page, come back to it later. It's some good stuff in this chapter. Psalms, chapter 23, verse 1, says this. It says, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank you for allowing us to come together here this morning. I I thank you, Lord, for the ones that had a desire to come out to worship you in spirit and truth. Lord, I pray uh, above all else, Lord, that your, your, uh, your throne will be exalted. Your, your supremacy, Lord Father, will be called out here this morning. We thank you, Lord, for uh, what you do in everybody's lives, Lord Father, this morning, watching over us or going home with us and blessing us. And uh, Lord, I just pray that you'll watch over this service, that you'll lead, guide, and direct, that you'll take this scripture. Uh, that's been appointed to us this week, Lord, that you would make it flow, uh, that you'll have us open our ears, Lord, to receive it and have our hearts open to apply it, Lord. Just continue to uh, bless us throughout this service. In Jesus' name I ask, amen. amen. Now in uh, Psalms chapter 23, like I said, uh, a lot of people know uh, this particular chapter. You've heard it. Uh, uh, there's a lot of pictures and paintings uh, done about Psalms chapter 23. Uh, uh, by far, I believe in the Bible, and uh, this is just my opinion, uh, I believe it's the most comforting chapter in the entire uh, Bible that you'll find. Some of the things that are written uh, in these six, just six simple verses uh, can mean so much to you if you are downtrodden, if you feel weak, if you feel like the whole world's against you. Uh, Psalms 23 has a lot in it to really lift you up. Uh, we want to take some time, and I don't know how long we'll be in Psalms 23 over the next few weeks, but I, I feel like we may be in it a while, but I want to look... Uh, this morning specifically at Psalms uh, chapter 23 verse 1. Uh, the verse 1 kind of leads us into understanding how, what the rest of it means. It says, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. So if we back up and we think about, uh, The Lord is my shepherd. Now, uh, that's pretty easy to understand, but what does it really mean uh, for Christians today to be shepherded? Or, or really more we want to focus on, uh, what does a shepherd do? Now, in today's society, we don't really have shepherds. That Their job is to walk around with sheep uh, out in woods and fields. Now, if you go to the Middle East, uh, they've been doing it for thousands and thousands of years, and they still do it today in a pretty same way that they've always done it. Uh, they pretty much sleep, and they live out there with the flock. They may have a small shack built out there with them, uh, uh, but there are still shepherds in the same capacity. Uh, that there's shepherds in Jesus' time, that there's shepherds in... 
and when they wrote Psalms 23, when David wrote this, but we really want to think about how the Lord is my shepherd and what exactly shepherds do. Now, the primary responsibility of a shepherd is what? Is to, to take care, to give safety, and to give welfare to the flock. They want to make sure that they're safe and that they're doing well. That's the whole point of a shepherd being out there. A shepherd will go out and it will graze the animals. It will herd them to areas that have good places to eat. It keeps a watchful eye out for poisonous plants or for, for dangerous animals. The whole point that they're out there is to make sure, first of all, they graze them so they make sure that they are eating uh, that's one of the main purposes that a shepherd is there to watch over the flock. Uh, uh, they are there to make sure they survive, uh, that they flourish, that they drink, that they exercise, that they're healthy. Uh, they are there to what? To make sure that they're eating and they herd them. Uh, praise the Lord this morning that when a shepherd goes out to take care of the flock, uh, it herds them from certain places uh, to certain places. Now, you would think that were for certain reasons, uh, but the main reason is to make sure that there's something to eat. Uh, so to make something that they're fed. Now the shepherd goes out and they, and they show the, uh, the sheep where to go uh, and they lead them around. They lead them. They may have animals to help, but the shepherd's job is to make sure they're in a place that they can eat. Uh, they can survive. They can do well. He takes them certain places, but praise the Lord, you know, every night, if you really understand how a shepherd works, every night they come back to the same place. Uh, they may go out and, and do certain things and flourish and eat and drink and be merry, exercise, what have you. Uh, but in the end, at night, he brings them back to the same place. It's a place of comfort. It's a place that he doesn't have to worry about them because it's not a strange place to the sheep. They trust the shepherd. So the shepherd does what? He herds them. You know, when they get herded, sometimes there are sheep that wander when they get herded. There are some sheep that are hard-headed, just like y'all, and we being the sheep and Jesus being our shepherd, He has to show us where to go, how to get there. He'll always bring us back into a safe place, but so many of us are so guilty of going away from where the shepherd wants us to go. He shows us very clearly in our lives, and I don't care if you want to argue with me after church, you know the place that God shows you to go. You know most of you if you're a Christian today and you've been saved by God's grace uh, you've been in filled with the Holy Spirit uh, you no doubt know where you're supposed to be at at certain times uh, and you know how you're supposed to worship the Lord God now I know just as it shows here with these sheep uh, and you think about sheep and shepherds uh, uh, we know that we go astray we know that we fail and just as the parable of the hundred sheep and one of them went astray uh, what does the shepherd do when one goes away it goes back and gets them and brings them back to the fold. Praise the Lord. He is that good shepherd. Uh, some wonder, uh, some seek out anything they can do to get away from the shepherd, but praise the Lord, he goes out and he gets them. They're going to bring those sheep to places that they can eat, they can drink, they can do great things. Another thing that a shepherd does, makes sure that they're eating, he herds them, gets them to places they can eat, they can take care of themselves. Uh, but a big thing that the shepherd does is it protects the sheep. 
It's got that nice hook, that nice little a stick that they walk around with, that staff that they carry, and it does multiple things. It has a hook normally on the end so it can pull the sheep towards them uh, to bring them in close to protect them. It is also long enough to push things away uh, to get away from the sheep or to get away from the shepherd to protect them. They will protect the flock. They will care for the flock. Uh, if the flock is in danger, the shepherd puts himself uh, in way of the danger. And I praise the Lord. Now, Jesus is no different today. Uh, uh, The good shepherd, the supreme shepherd, uh, a shepherd that's better than any shepherd we'll ever be able to understand, uh, he leads us to those places we can eat. He makes sure that you're fed. And praise the Lord, when you're on that journey, he will protect you. You say, Zach, uh, uh, how does God protect us in certain instances? I know... And we talked about it this morning during Sunday school about how much God protects us. How much God takes care of us. Uh, How much do we really get protected and we don't even realize God is there taking care of us. He's taking care of you when you're running 60 miles an hour uh, down a highway and you realize that there's this much between you and death uh, going down that highway. There's just a little piece of rubber on that tire and there's air in between it and it will take nothing to sling you off the road. If you've ever uh, flown in an airplane, uh, uh, when I get on those planes, I have a lot of uh, respect for that pilot because he's going to take up hundreds of people into the sky and that might might be a big deal, uh, but he's going to take us back down onto the ground at some point. Uh, uh, Just like he's sort of the shepherd of the sky to take care of his flock back there. Uh, Jesus is just like a shepherd of our lives. Uh, He'll take you to places that you need to be. He'll he'll feed you, not just physically, uh, but spiritually being primarily how he'll feed you. He'll uplift you. He'll guide you and most of all he'll protect you my goodness he wants you to do well he wants to be that shepherd of our lives what does it say the Lord is my shepherd all these things that we're talking about is what the Lord is to us and with so many times we think that we can be like those sheep that wander we can do our own things we know what's best we know where the best grass is to eat. Lord, you don't have to tell me where to go. Oh, Lord, I, I know where I need to go to bed and sleep at night. I, I don't have to come back to the fold and that comfort and that peace. Uh, so many times we, we think that we know better than the real shepherd. You know, another thing that shepherds have to do with the flock is they have to shear the flock. Yep. Oh, a lot of people miss that when I was doing some studying on shepherds and shearing. You know, a good shepherd, and a lot of them do, a good one, they can shear 125 sheep a day. And I think that's pretty amazing that one person by themselves can do that, a skilled person that can shear sheep. If you read the Bible and you understand, I had to look it up to know exactly how many times, but the word sheep and the talking about sheep is mentioned 500 times in the Bible. It talks about sheep. It compares God's people to sheep so many times. And you know, I I think the main reason it compares God's people to sheep, and I don't want to hurt none of you's feelings, but think about this. Sheep are dumb. (laughs) Sheep are dumb. They'll just stand in the highway. If you'll let sheep just wander around, they'll walk right up to a, a coyote or something, and they'll just ask them to die. 
A sheep, uh, they have to have people to take care of them. Did you know that? We're talking about shearing. Uh, you know, if a sheep is not sheared, uh, certain things start happening to that sheep. First of all, they can't control their own body temperature. Uh, the sheep gets so thick and so heavy that eventually if they run around in the heat all day long, they'll just choke out and die. They cannot control uh, their environment. They have to be taken care of. So not only does a sheep not, not very bright, uh, a sheep has to have certain things done for it. Uh, hey, today you have to have certain things done for you. I, I can't do everything for myself. I can't do everything to lift my own self up. I can't go out every day long. Now, you may think that, yeah, I work and, and I get my money and I get my food that I buy with my money, uh, but I, I want you to understand something today. You didn't get your health. Get that, girl. We're playing circus in here this morning. He wants to supply us our every need. The shepherd is there to shear the sheep as well. You know, when they shear that sheep, if you go back to biblical times and even today, I don't know if you bought something that is wool, but wool is not something that is normally very inexpensive. Some, wool is something that is very valuable. So the shearers go in as the shepherds of the flock. They go in to shear the sheep. And what do they do? He pulls things that are valuable off of the sheep. Praise the Lord. There are things in the sheep. There are things within the church. There are things within you uh, that Jesus comes by and He shears us. And the wonderful thing about shearing is it's good for you and it does not hurt. It does not hurt the sheep to be sheared. Now, every now and then there's a nick. It's almost the same as cutting yourself shaving. That's not a big deal. That's normal. You heal up from that real easy. The sheep have to be sheared, and there's valuableness in all of us. There are values that you bring to God that don't even hurt. You don't even know that they're there, but He knows that they're there because He comes and gets them. He comes and gets them from you. You don't even know what's going on. It has to be done at the right time. You can't just shear a sheep whenever you want to. I'm glad that when God comes and God collects what He needs to from your life, He does it when He needs to. You are the sheep, and the sheep are in a better place because of the shepherd. The sheep are healthier because of the shepherd. The sheep are better taken care of. They look better. They feel better. Everything is better for sheep when the shepherd is present. And the sheep wanders off, they get worse. When the sheep does what it wants to without a shepherd present, the Lord is my shepherd. When you wander away from the Lord, things get worse. I've seen it in my family. I've seen it in my friends. I've seen it in churches. I've seen churches as a whole get further away from God and doing what God has commanded. They get worse because they've got away from the fold. They've wandered away so many times, and as that shepherd stands back, I believe that shepherd is trying to get around us and get us back, but we keep wandering so far, and we keep going. You know, being that sheep, and I didn't mean to call nobody dumb if I offended you, <laughs> but we really are silly people. We talked about sin in our... In our, in our Sunday school lesson, and we talked about some of the things that we do, and about things that happen to us, about death that happens and it draws us away, about a sickness that happens and it draws people away from us. It doesn't take anything today. 
had to draw people. It didn't take anything in the Old Testament to draw people away from God. Hey, a guy went up on a mountainside for uh, about a month and people just went crazy uh, because they didn't have Moses around. It takes nothing for people to go bad. It takes, it takes nothing for the sheep just to uh, see a butterfly. I, I was playing a, a baseball with my son. He was two or three years old. And we were out in the yard and I threw the ball out uh, and he hit it and I had set bases up. <laughs> the funniest thing I have ever seen. I still get tickled thinking about it. Uh, he was sitting there and I threw that ball out. He read back. He not, first time I'd ever thrown a ball to him. And he knocked that thing plumb up over my head and I had to go collect it. And I said, run the bases, son, run. And, and he started to run the base and he got the first base and, and he kind of stopped. And I said, no, 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 keep running, son. You, it's baseball. You got a good hit run. And he ran into the first base and he got over to second and a butterfly flew by him. He was two or three years old. I don't remember how old he was. He, got to, he started around that base in a butterfly. He forgot baseball even existed. Yeah. And it was funny at the time, and I still think about that. The very first time me and Jack played baseball, a butterfly just killed the whole thing. That's all it took. It don't take much to take you no, away sir. from God. No, sir. It don't take much to lead a church in the wrong direction. It does not take much to lead a family down the wrong course that they are completely in the wrong place. Well, old Jack, he didn't know what was going on. He saw the butterfly, he followed the butterfly. He thought it was awesome. We see things in the world we just think are so grand, so great, have nothing to do with what's going on, have nothing to do with God. And the shepherd is sitting there trying to lead us and we're going completely the wrong direction. We have to follow what God tells us to do. The shepherd's goal, the whole point of the shepherd. Is to what? Yes. Is to take care of the sheep. Yes. The whole reason the shepherd exists is to take care of the sheep. Is to make sure that they're doing well. Is to make sure that they survive. To make sure they flourish. To make sure they're healthy. The shepherd today, the Lord is my shepherd, praise the Lord. The Lord wants you to do well. He does. And no doubt, now He doesn't want you to have a big bank account. Well, of course He might. I don't know. I don't know every uh, plan. He doesn't want you to have the fanciest car. Well, He might. I have no idea. But He wants good things for you. He wants you to do well. He wants to see good things from you. It says in the next piece of Scripture, now that we know what a shepherd does, <laughs> the Lord is my shepherd. And the next part says, I shall not want. I shall not want. Now, if you read that and you are simple-minded like me, that might not catch your attention as much as some other translations. Uh, the Christian Standard Bible says, I have what I need. I like that. The NLV, the New Living, says, I have all that I need. The ISV, the International, says, I lack nothing. That's what that really means. I have what I need. I lack nothing. The Lord is my shepherd. The Lord leads me. The Lord guides me. The Lord loves me. He takes care of me. He brings me to where I need to go. He gives me direction. Uh, he makes sure that I'm healthy. Uh, he loves me beyond all comprehension. Uh, he'll go and retrieve me if I've gone astray. And praise the Lord, I have everything that I need. I do not want for anything. I, I'm not lacking anything. I have all that I stand in need of. You know, the human body has five things that it needs. It needs air, water, food, shelter, and sleep. That's all you need. I'm glad today that I guarantee most of you has got those things. <laughs> I'm glad it's very simple. 
that God provides what we need. He supplies and gives us where we don't lack anything. If you think about your life, you even think about some of the worst shaped people in the world, they are still blessed because Jesus died for them. You say, Zach, that sounds hard to swallow. I know it is. But they still have a Savior. No matter how bad your life is or has ever been, you still have a Savior. And the Lord is my shepherd, and I shall not want. You lack nothing today if you have Jesus as your Savior. You may have all kinds of slip-ups, all kinds of problems. You may not have enough money to pay the bills. You may not have good enough health to do what you need to do. But I'm glad that it says the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Praise the Lord today. If you follow Jesus, if He is your Savior, if you are going where He says go, if He is coming in and shearing you and taking care of you, and all that matter of things that the shepherd does, you lack nothing. You lack nothing. You may go hungry. Uh, you may be sick and feel bad. Uh, you may go through all kinds of things today, church. I want you to know that. But you lack nothing. Because you've got Jesus on your side. It says in John chapter 10, verse 11, where John calls out when he's writing this about the, what Jesus says. And Jesus says this. He says, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. It says in verse 12, But he that is a hireling is not the shepherd, whose own the sheep are not. Seeth the wolf coming, and leaveth the, leaving the sheep, and fleeth, and the wolf catcheth them, and scattereth the sheep. The hireling fleeth, because he is a hireling, and careth not for the sheep. It says in verse 14, verse, 14, verse 14 again, it says, I am the good shepherd. And it says, and know my sheep. Ain't it good today that the sheep know when the shepherd speaks? The sheep may be dumb. <laughs> the sheep may want to do their own thing. The sheep may be uncontrollable sometimes. The sheep may uh, just completely like to wander, but praise the Lord, when the shepherd speaks... They know who it is. They know it's the one that's there to protect them. They know it's the one that's there to care for them. I'll ask you today, church, when the shepherd speaks, when the Lord speaks to you, do you know it? Do you know that it's Him? I'll tell you, church, there's been multiple times in my life that I have had situations and I have to step back and say, that's God. That's God showing me that. That's God in my life. That is Jesus 100%. I know that He's giving me a hard time because I'm not following. I know that I need to speak to somebody that needs to be spoken to. I know that I need to call somebody and call them. I know I need to pray for somebody and pray for them. Hey, today we got a shepherd and you better know His voice. If you don't know His voice, He is not your shepherd. I know my sheep... And am known of mine. In verse 15, As the Father knoweth me, even so know I the Father. And what does it say after that? It says, And I lay down my life for the sheep. Just as I said a while ago, the shepherd puts itself in between uh, the coyotes, the wolves, the lions, the bears, all the different things it faces in the wilderness. It will put itself between it and the sheep. 
just as He puts Himself in between you and the prince of this world, the prince of darkness, Satan Himself, He puts Himself there. He already put Himself there when He put Himself on the cross. He already paid the ransom. He's already paid the penalty. He's already hung on the cross and He's already defeated death, hell, and the grave. If you want a shepherd today, He's already laid down His life to protect His sheep. And what does it say in verse 16? It says, another sheep I have. And I really like 16. If you want to go and mark John 10, 16. Boy, there's a lot. And it says, and other sheep I have, which are not of this fold. I like that. There's other sheep that I have that are not of this fold. It says, after that it says, them also I must bring. Y'all realize what he's trying to say? I am the good shepherd. I, I put myself, I lay down my life. I, I, I love you. I, I'll do anything for you. And what does it say? Uh, you are a sheep uh, and you're not even a part of my fold. And I like how it's worded. It says, I must bring them. I must go get them. Hey, today, if you're one of those sheep that has not come to the fold, praise the Lord, He wants to bring you. He's got a desire to bring you in. He wants to love you. He wants to show you love you've never felt. He wants to give you comfort and joy that you've never felt before. He wants to give you that love, my goodness, and He wants to just give it to you. I must bring. I must bring them in. And they shall hear my voice, is what it says after that. Praise the Lord. He wants to bring you in. Yes, sir. And He wants you to know Him. Yes, sir. There's no better feeling in this world than going through hard times and having somebody you can really talk to. Yes, sir. There is no better feeling Amen. than having pain and having somebody that took on all pain. Yes, sir. There's no better feeling than having any kind of sickness and He took all sickness up on that cross. He took all pain and suffering. All, those, all the things of this world was cast upon Him. He had hours of darkness. Uh, my goodness, I don't know exactly what happened on that day. I, I can maybe ex ex explain it to you how it looked, but I don't get it sometimes. Or what happened on that cross? Yeah. You know, the people couldn't do enough to Jesus to kill Him. He had to commend unto God His own spirit. Yeah. A man couldn't kill Jesus Christ. He gave up His life that we may live. Right. He was that shepherd that laid down His life so that He could call upon those sheep, and they what? And they shall hear My voice. At the end of verse 16, it says this. And it says, And there shall be one fold and one shepherd. Boy, yes, we've got a lot of false shepherds out there in the world today. We've got jobs, we've got relationships, we've got drugs, we've got alcohol, we've got, by goodness, we've got anything that you want. You can occupy your time with whatever you want to find out in the world and you can waste your whole life trying to accumulate wealth or, or relationships or, or whatever you want to put together. But the true shepherd, there shall be one fold, praise the Lord, and there shall be one shepherd. It says in the end, they'll separate the sheep from the goats. I want to be on the side with the sheep. I don't know about y'all. I want to be on the side that's entering into glory land. I want to be the one that when he speaks, I know his voice. Yes, sir. I don't have to say, who is that? Yeah. Well, I remember when I was lost, I used to have a voice speaking to me. I used to have somebody chasing me around. I didn't know who it was sometimes. I said, I don't know why I'm having these feelings. I, I don't know why I feel like I need something in my life. 
You know, when I got saved that morning at 15 years old, I had somebody enter my life. I knew their voice from that point on. I knew it. I didn't always like his voice. Now, I know my daddy's voice. And I can pick my daddy's voice out of a crowd from anybody here. And you know why? Because I have a little bit of fear for my daddy. I have respect for my daddy. And I love my daddy to death. That's the things that I can, I can pick out my mama's voice. I can, pick out my, I can pick out my child's voice. Hey, there's a voice speaking to you today that you should know, you should love, you should respect, and His name is Jesus Christ. He is the Lord, and He is the Good Shepherd. Amen. He's the one that's going to take care of you. Yes, sir. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Amen. I got everything I need yes, sir. because of Him. If you are lacking today, if you feel like something's lacking in your life, you've got a hole in your, in your heart, something's missing, you're trying to fill it with whatever, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Yes, sir. That's what King David writes. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. As they get a verse of some song ready this morning. It's your choice if you want to follow that shepherd. If you're not part of the fold... I want you to know He wants you to be part of the fold. Okay? If you're not in the fold of Jesus Christ, if you're not in the fold with the sheep and being taken care of, I want you to know He wants you to come to the fold. Deep down within yourself, you know if you're part of the fold or not. I don't, you don't have to ask me. You don't have to ask anybody's opinion. You don't have to specifically have anybody pray with you this morning. You know if Jesus Christ is your shepherd. You know, it says, I must bring them. Praise the Lord. When He hung on that cross, He didn't hang up on that cross to be exalted above men. He didn't hang on that cross so everybody could look at Him. He hung up on that cross for what reason? Because He must come. He must call you. He must beckon you. He was up there and commended unto God His own Spirit. Why? Because He loves us. It's your choice today. You know, that sheep can wander. It'll get worse and worse and worse. And guess what the sheep will do out by itself? It'll die. Now, guess what will happen to all the other sheep? They'll die too. But they're with the shepherd. The shepherd protects them. He loves them. cares for them. My goodness, today, if you want somebody that will lead you, guide you, protect you, and take care of you, there's no better person than Jesus. Mom and daddy can't go as far as Jesus can go. A grandpa and grandma, anybody that you want to think of in your life, nobody will give you what Jesus can give you. Amen. If you want something holy, something perfect, you want to be called to the fold, I must bring them. It's your call today. I must bring them. He wants to save you. He wants to bring you into that fold. As we we stand...